This is Navigate with ID Enang. Good afternoon, Uncle ID. It's been a while. <laughs> it's been a while. It has. It's really been a while. And um, if how you, are you? I'm very well. I'm. I'm You're alive. looking good. I like your shirts. Oh, thank very you. Very nice and festive looking. Festive. Yeah. It means I'm already in. You know. I'm preparing myself I for, like that. for resurrection. <laughs> Indeed. In a good way. Yeah. You know, um, yeah, I, f- I feel good and, and I'm grateful to God for the gift of life. I mean, every other thing is secondary. Um, good health, divine health, um, every other thing, you know, will fit into its place. So, and um, you're fine too, as I can see. And Thank uh, you. And I believe our listeners are because I listen in most times when um, the dish is dishing mm. and... Um, on Sunday, for some reason, I, I I just had my radio tuned in to listen to Kel. And uh, tell her, I said, she did well. On Sunday, right? Yeah, okay, Sunday. I listened I'll to tell. her on my way to church I on, love that. on Sunday. And um, just to keep the family in the yes, family. Yes, uh, yes, I like that. And everyone is doing well. <laughs> um, you know, this has been an ex- extremely great month. Uh, why? Uh, because um, if, if you recall... At the start of the year, I said, we're going to switch the format. Mm-hmm. And um, at some point, I was going to get into what I call business education series. And the reason behind that, and we started in February. And the reason is basically because a lot of people are walking around so ignorantly. Mm. And um, especially those that are in business. And if some of us have been privileged um, by God to have gone through certain a certain pathway the essence of coming back is to share and to shine you know put the lamp uh, lamp in a way that would light up not just the path and the light to their feet feet and and make people just see how best they will not make mistakes so um that format is what we are we're working with and i know from a standpoint of people are trying to call in but i've given everyone the latitude to write in i you know Either you follow me on my social media handles or you send a mail. If you are so affected and you need to have answers to questions, mm-hmm. you write in. Um, it's easy to pick up a, a phone and just dial in and then in two seconds um, you may not be able to you know, say all you want to say. So I, I hope our listeners are walking through with that. And today, um, you know, you're going to help me. One of my uh, good aburos... Um, you know, Folakemi Phillips, I think uh, the company, um, she does some great, she's somewhat smith and has this word slingers. They teach people how to build their brand. I like that. She's given a, in a gift out to um, a pillow. You know, there's, I've shown you the... A nice throw pillow nice that throw I'm pillow. jealous of. You're very jealous. Of. <laughs> so, you know what I'm going to do if you, who what? do we give that throw pillow to? Um, I think we should give it to the to the first woman that calls in today. International Women's Day. Uh-huh. It's still the Women's Month. It's March. Continua. It, has, it, hasn't, it hasn't finished. Okay, yeah. And this was also given to me by my bro. Well, I came in. All right. That's a good way. Yes. Um, I decided to make today um, open mic. And because um, we've been looking at the subject of ethics, ethics in business. We started a month on that, on that, and then we've talked about varied dimensions. Um, if it didn't make any sense to you, all the additions, I know we've been, yeah, we've we've partied on this a few times, mm-hmm. but did it make sense to you? Did you feel like um, you learned one or two things that you didn't know before about always, ethics? Always, always. Because 
right now, a lot of um, people are going to struggle. But what I tried to do was to give folks a handbook of sort mm. or some practical guide on the way to recruit, the way you will buy, the way you compete, and the way you will run your business. And all of that is summed up in what I call the code of ethics. And friends, if you were um, a participating listener, you must have picked one or two things. So I'm keeping the the dial open and we'll tell you, I'll reel out the numbers shortly and you can afford to call in if there are gray areas. Uh, for example, when I talked about ethics, especially when it had to do with business, some of the key line items I focused on um, as regards ethics in your business line. And this was really more, if you're a business leader, you probably work in a company or work for a company that doesn't have a codified um, context of ethics or a code of ethics or a code of business. One of the things I said continually was that you could take notes and then begin the process of understanding. So if it's for a manufacturing concern, what are those things that are critical? Product safety and quality. Accuracy in financial and business records. Don't sit in a space where you think that, um, oh, today we are here. Ten years from now, um, if you're not in a space where you have it in your code of business, um, accuracy in financial and business records, people will do anything they want to do, distorting numbers, and you could pay dearly for it. The use of company resources. I gave examples about that. Number four, I talked about confidential information. What is confidential and how it should be so treated? Representing the company. Not everybody can stand up, speak to the media, or represent the company. You need a code within the ambits of business to address that. Gifts and entertainment, especially to those of us that are working. Um, many of us don't know where to draw the line. Uh, we take, I mean, in our, in our country here, <laughs> gifting is a way of life, just like it is in every other part of the world. But there are certain rules of engagement that should be codified, and you don't just pick up gifts. Otherwise, you'll, you'll get a, a gold wristwatch, you know, when you attend the meeting and you wonder what it was for. Mm. And then, of course, I talked about bribery, sorry, bribery and facilitation payments, very distinct from bribery. Um, and also, you know, we came to that spot where we talked about, as an employer, what are those uh, things that you must note and must be codified? Health, safety, and security of employees, diversity, harassment, and bullying. That was a big ticket item for me because many people do not know how to separate harassment from bullying. And then I specifically requested and asked that sexual harassment must be taken out and treated as an item on its own because, yes, much as you can put it under the harassment and bullying aspect, but it is a subject matter that has to sit, you know, in its own space. Um, I gave several examples, and I know a lot of times, that's why some of our lawmakers those days, they'll, they'll just get abroad and then you you do anything. You'll, before you know it, no, you'll just find yourself right behind bars uh, for the for the time being. But here, anything goes, and so we just go with the tide, not understanding that um, harassment in itself has several connotations. You need to capture all of that, uh, from a codified standpoint. I I also talked about privacy. 
what is privacy? An employer that has my details, can you just decide to share my details with anybody? The answer is no, you can't. Um, and same thing as an employee, you can't just wake up um, and start sharing stuff. You know, there are, there are rules of engagement. And finally, under the employer section was um, the item on conflicts of interest. Conflicts of interest, wow, that's a big one. So I'm throwing all of this out um, just so if you have questions um, about situations you have gone through or going through. Um, I did also speak to the way we recruit. That was what we, um, that's, that's, that's one we, we talked about on, on Tuesday. Uh, we also looked at the way we recruit, the way we compete, and I also did speak to, um, I think the way, way we recruit, there are two major items, uh, rec- you know, recruiting with respect and recruiting with integrity. And the one that actually, you know, brought some measure of excitement was the way we buy. Talking about practical guide to ethics when dealing with suppliers and what not to do especially when you're dealing with suppliers. I also extended all of that to ethics and fair competition, basically saying the way we compete. So, friends, that has been the world of ethics in the in this month. I know that we still have one more program on Tuesday, but I thought it was important to, you know, kind of put the brakes here and um, um, have people dial in if they have questions that really bother on, all of those items, especially when it has to do with challenges you're facing that are that are driven by by nothing other than than ethics, and um, you know um, when you look at uh, the way the way we do stuff here. When I say here, I'm talking about our country. Um, product safety and quality is just assumed that it's there, but not everybody puts puts their money where 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 their mouth is but we'll all assume so on that note i'm just going to reel out the numbers and if you want to be a part of or be able to ask um the questions please uh, feel free i'll i'll plead with my boss to reel out the numbers at this stage all right the numbers to call 0809 0809-191-3913 0809-222-0913. Also 01-515-0913. 01-515-1913. If you want to send a WhatsApp message, please send it to 0809-234-5913. Lego Stocks, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Hello. Okay. All right. Well, you just keep trying and trying again. Um, while we're at it, um, if we, do you think ethics is a topic that um, that should be taught in schools? Of course. I believe it should be taught in schools. In what? In what Even form? before, you know, the students get out into the world you know as crazy as it is i believe it should be it should be something that they imbibe in the curriculum exactly it should be part of them it should be part of who they are as a person or as a people let me ask you a question very very i don't know if you go all the way back to primary 
and early secondary days. In my time, we used to have what we call civics and moral instruction. Did you ever have a subject like that? I think I had moral instruction at some point in primary school, but I highly doubt that I we we carried on with it. Maybe past maybe yeah. primary four or something. Okay. I don't think it, it so, finished with it. So now you we wonder why. Um, let me ask my friend: Is that did Osa. you have any Osa? Did you anything <laughs> like that in your primary school, secondary? Just civic education. Just civic education. At what stage? SS1 to SS3, civic education. Do you recall anything that you were taught in that civic education? I'm putting you on the spot. Give him the mic. Give him some voice. Uh, Yeah? Um, What do I recall? I recall um, just a few teachings about, like, sexual transmitted diseases. Okay. And um, stigma. Stigma. Um, That's all. That's all? Stigma when it comes to, like, Stigma on sexual, sexually transmitted diseases, mm. and um, maybe that was all. That was all. That was all. So, when you got into the university, what did you study? Business administration. Okay. Did you go through a course called general studies in your first year? No. You didn't have. Are you sure? General studies. Like oh. you know, general studies. Think, think. I mean, um, do you know when I when I was in year one? If I can remember, boy. General if you don't, studies. I will no, push no, you. No, I, no, I didn't have if you did, you ever go through have it in your first year? No. Listeners, I need some of you to call General it. Stu- no, I General don't think studies, so. no. You know, GNS, in some some universities, they'll call it GNS 101 and then 112 or whatever. When you get into the second semester, oh, 111. Okay, we had, in my school, we had a few general courses. Okay. A few general courses that you picked from. You picked in your first year. Like, you were allowed to pick in first year. No, no. Um, they call them because they call them like what school did you attend? University of Ghana. Well, University of Ghana. Yeah, they call, oh, okay. They no. required courses though. Same oh, credit I, hours. I understand. Yeah. I understand. I thought you, you, you are like Ify. All of you foreign foreign students. You know, you carry a foreign curriculum and then we'll go compete in the marketplace. Um, and that's that's the beauty of it. Okay, we all compete, but it just tells you something. Um, so you listen through the series on ethics. Series on ethics. When yeah. that I now what? Okay, you have a call. I'm going to ask you a question. Lagos Talks. Good afternoon. Hello, good afternoon, sir. Yes, good afternoon. Who is calling, sir? Uh, my name is Anthony. Sorry? I'm coming from Kenya. Anthony. Yes. Sir. Okay, Anthony. Yes. So, uh, first and foremost, yes, we did uh, GS in our first year uh, for the general course. Okay, GS in your first year. Okay. What and you... I think it's in every major university. But yeah. also, I don't know if you mentioned uh, data integrity. If I uh, mentioned what? Because I know I missed one of the shows during the morning. Okay. But I, and I understand very well that here, manipulating data in Nigeria has become a thing. Mm. And that people do not take seriously anymore. Yeah. yeah. And uh this thing self organization makes informed decisions. And yeah. when we are not keen in the right that time, whatever, yeah. uh, we, we are make, cutting our organization to make wrong information concerning businesses. And then we keep on this guy, particularly people in sales, we keep wondering why the time that is being set for you is not realistic. But yeah. the truth is, when they are giving you this information, to 
give feedback into the organization. What kind of information are you feeding back into the organization? Mm-hmm. And I think it's one thing also that we really need to take cognizance of. Thank you very much, sir. Thank you very much, Anthony, for sharing your experience. Um, thank you. At least um, just tells me, I mean, um, you had a general course. We normally have general studies year one in most, in, I think in most, it should be in the curriculum of most Nigerian universities. But I, the point Anthony brought out, which was really within the context of ethics, and it's speaking to um, data, um, that in our climb, we tend to manipulate data. Now, not manipulating positively. I'm talking about people trying not to, you know, do the right thing yeah. uh, with every sense of alacrity. Uh, it starts from financial records. So tell them, I mean, you know, you earn 10,000. You say, no, tell them five. Tell them mm-hmm. five. It's in the brain. Uh, let me take this caller uh, if he has a question. Hello. Yes, Lagos Talks. Good afternoon. Hello, good afternoon, Uncle ID. Good afternoon. Hi, Good afternoon. My name is Alaba. I'm calling you for the show. Alaba. Alaba, how are you? It's been a long time. It has. Uncle ID, I don't don't know if I'll say bit behind because I'm listening to you through the app. Oh. But um, I know you're asking uh, asking if if she did GST. If she's a butter kid. (laughs) Uncle ID, GST is exclusive to uh, people that went to Unilag. Well, GNS is general. Yeah. Okay. Yes. So, so yes. Yeah, so, to answer to your question, man, I believe GST should be taught. Should be taught in schools. It should be taught in schools because, alright, let me just give you a, a, a short story. I went out my haircut on Sunday, and then I I I was taken with my baba. And you know what my baba told me? He said the guy that was learning under him, his apprentice. I don't know. I think he has gotten into this um. This um, what's it called? This uh, social, this um, your own thing. Okay. game. So you know, I I now asked him. I was like, ah, hey, is this guy going to do freedom? You know, in the rat of the the freedom call right being me. Like there is nothing like ethics again. Now mm-hmm. the abnormal has become normal. Yeah. That's why I'm afraid this generation are sitting on the time bomb. Mm. You are actually sitting on the time bomb. So ethics need to be taught in schools. People need to know that. Okay, yes, you don't, nothing good comes easy. Yeah. But like, in my time, I know you are talking about civil. In my time, like, we, we did something like social studies. Yeah, there was social I, studies. As I speak to you now, I heard it has been scrapped in school, inclusive of this Oh, really? So how can the, how can, how can, how can the society become better? So we really need to be, to be, to start teaching these things and bring them back to our curriculum in school. Thank you, that's my contribution. Thank you, Thank you Alaba. Sir. And do stay safe, stay safe. Um, that, that's um, Alaba, one, one of our great listeners, yes. um, calls all the way from Washington State. Okay, if uh, this is come from a listener saying GST 101. Every school had it, Nigerian <laughs> universities, though. This yeah. one is coming from Harrison saying, Uncle Idea Nang, we did a GNS course called Citizenship, it talked about ethics. It did talk about ethics. So, Harrison, if you can tell me three big things that you learned, um. In, in that GNS course. The reason I'm, I'm bringing this to the fore is that when we break the lines, um, people tend to forget. You know, we, we have dwelt a lot on certification um, and then subjects because people want to pass the exam. So students now get into the foray of, let me cram and get it right. I just want to pass and get an A, right? I get a B. And this student uh, gets out, uh, comes out with a first class, and as parents, we are very proud parents. Uh, my son made a 
made it first class, you know. And the son comes out, but the son is, yeah, it makes it first class on paper, but the guy is morally bankrupt. Mm. You don't even understand how he made the first class. Whether he had the privilege of, you know, seeing the papers prior, or whether he had, you know, a teacher who took a fancy in him and decided, I'm going to make sure you're my guinea pig for first class. Mm -hmm. Whatever it is, you know, morning tells the day. And as you go through, this young man now gets admitted into another institution, whether in banking, one of the sectors, and that's where you begin to see disaster loom. I'll take this call and we'll be back. Ladies, talks. Good afternoon. Yes, good afternoon. Who is calling? My name is Oluwa Femi. Oluwa Femi. Um, okay, I hope your radio is not on, the volume. It's not on at all. Okay, Oluwa Femi. Yeah, good afternoon. Um, if he good afternoon. Good afternoon. Oh, sir. His name is um, Osa. His name is Osa. 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 Okay, yeah. Good afternoon, Osa. Good afternoon. Yeah, with DNA and um, GSC. GSC was first in our school, but GNS was from 100 level to 300 level. I went to University of London. Okay. So, you, uh, the year one was basically about ethics and morals, basically. Uh, but the year two and three was the uh, mystery of sciences. For me, that was in art. I learned forms law. Then, for the other, then year three was basically business. So, so I would yeah. like to say that uh, with regards to ethics, I think we do not have it now. Even with the current parents now, tend to find out that they are, they don't have, and you can't give what you don't have. That's why I tend to see that the children now, like a lot of them, are actually, how do I say, like not having the morals basically. For example, I actually do, I write with this healing platform. You do. You tend to see that a lot of youth that you carry, you understand, they have no morals, they have no manners. Okay. Even some of them, 17, 18, 19. Them which add of the sort thing. So what can I say? Because the wrong thing is the right thing, and the right thing is the wrong thing. Okay, quick one, Olua Femi. Let me go. Thank you for now. Let me quickly ask. Um, you had this in your first year, ethics in your first year. Yeah. Right. Um, can you recall some of the things you were taught then that you yes. that have had a good sense okay. of impact on you and what you do today? Give me two, three okay. examples. Okay, basically, um, one of the ideas that, like, for example, when you are in, in, a, when you're in a social garden, you look at how people react before you react. For example, when I go into a room full of people, when they're not, when there's no noise, I don't need to go there and create noise. Okay. But you can make your presence known. Yeah. All right. You know, is there a difference between etiquette? And ethics. There is a difference between etiquette and ethics. So, but ethics, but but ethics makes you observe the etiquette. Mm. I because like that. If, it's like okra makes you drink eat draw soup. <laughs> yes, if you if you don't if you are not well if you are not well mannered, you will not know that there's an yeah, that uh, yeah, this this way works like this. For example, I'll use an example. There was a day I was with my child, my daughter in the car. So there, there was, we got to the traffic light. I, I didn't move, but there was a car beside me moved. The, uh, like I moved, the traffic guy stopped, but the car, the car moved. Then the, my daughter was looking at me. Why didn't I move? But I couldn't explain to her because she was young. So I'll tell you that, that when you feel like this, you know, the experienced child will not understand. But, but why, normally I could have moved. So why didn't you explain to your daughter? 
I explained to her about she's free. She can't understand. I was saying, you think so? Yeah. Okay. So that's the thing. What if I tell you that the things my father said to me at age three, when I regurgitated them to him now at age six, he wonders when, and I can play back the things that happened um, at that period. Do you believe that it can happen? Now, uh, but I'm just letting you say that. um, Well, thank you very much, Uluafemi. The truth about it is that ethics are moral guidelines which govern good behavior. And you can... You know, so behaving ethically is doing what is morally right. And when we looked at this whole thing, behaving ethically in business is widely regarded as good business practice. And that's why um, I like the way you put it. Acting ethically is the right thing to do, but it's not always easy. And this is why, you know, um, I dedicated a whole month to the subject of ethics, especially, you know, focused on ethics in business. And that's why, you know, as I sit here right now in my head, I'm asking myself varied questions. There are people that are listening to me now. You probably work in a certain organization. And whilst in that organization, you, you know, maybe the first question to ask is, um, you know, you can either tweet this, uh, tweet at Lagos Talks 913. You can also, you know, tag my handle at I-D-Y-E-N-A-N-G and I'll, we'll pick it up. Or you'll send um, a WhatsApp message to zero eight zero nine two three four five nine one three, or you call in. Now, basically, what I'm asking you to do is to give me a good a good semblance of what it takes. If you are where you are working, and and I'll ask this: Do you have in your office, in your organization, a code of ethics or a code of business conduct? something that regulates how you buy, how you recruit, how you do business. And if you do so, um, just follow through each of those platforms that I've mentioned. Uh, We'll take a short break, and when I get back, we're going to focus on it. And you then realize that in most cases, only the well-seasoned organizations actually have codes of ethics. And that in itself, it's a big problem because people just do what they think is right. And sometimes... What they think is right could absolutely be on the other side. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Um, it's Navigate with ID. We're just taking a short break. We'll be back. This is Navigate with ID. Well, friends, if you're just joining us, welcome back. And um, we've been looking at, um, we're just, you know, kind of walking around the park and talking about ethics. And I, I did ask a question. I said, you know, um, just hit the button and either you call or send a tweet uh, let me know uh, if you work, uh, your office, your organization has a code of ethics. Um, let me know. You can tweet at Lagos Talks 913. You can also tag at IDNNG, which is my handle. And um, within that context, also, you could also send us, um, you can send a message via WhatsApp uh, 0809-234-5913. I was just having a chat with my uh, young friend here, Osa. Osa is 22. And um, we're talking about this whole thing about ethics and um, just to give put some context um, now look at where I sit hmm? I sit at this place by the way uh, friends I have some nice announcement to make later on because mm-hmm. finally my my autobiography will be out <laughs> yeah in the oh. month of May wow. um, by the grace of God so I'll be I'll be presenting that book the formal presentation will be end of May and of course 
to all my distinguished listeners, I'm going to do everything possible. You know, we are in this um, coral period, so it's going to be virtual. And I hope I can, you know, I'll be able to send out the link that will bring everyone to listen. The book is is everything. It's called the, it's the IDNANG story. And it's truly from humble beginnings, from the time of my birth, I've basically brought out the, the things that happened um, all through school, my married life, and um, how I met my wife. And we went through the challenges we faced as a couple, and then how God opened my eyes into that which he gave to me as my life purpose, couple shepherds, and what I'm doing today. So there's a clear linkage. And um, I hope it's my own little copy to the generation like us are, for you to understand that you can start, though the beginnings may be so, so, so small, mm. but, you know, known unto God are his works, and he will take you to um, the, the highest of the highest of heights. But one thing that is a currency that you must not trade is being ethical. It comes with a big price. I'm sitting on this seat today, not because of, um, I'll, I'll give God all the glory, but I'll tell you something. You know, at every point in my career, I was exposed. Um, at some point, I was a brand manager that was saddled with a budget of a 450 million naira. And I was just barely 25 or 26, something like that. And that was a time when, you know, you would look at it and the whole 10% thing was always running. But not one time. Not one time. And it's that same attitude that came through. So let me tell you how that journey metamorphosed into a discipline or in my primary school St. Catherine's Model School in the curriculum we had civics and moral instructions okay and then I got into Baptist Academy and apart from the paraphernalia of the school what they had we had social studies and we also had all of that um, we took through with civics and then of course moved into the university University of you then or Cross River State as it was called in general studies, that's why I talked about GNS, all right? These things were, you know, kind of re-echoed. And then stepping into the world, uh, went to NYSE. There was nothing about ethics in NYSE. If anything, it got buried because it was freedom. Mm -hmm. But, you know, for a young man who has gone through that trajectory and then mix that with, it's almost like the making of a pillar, good parenting. I came from, you know, and I, not came, I, I come from a home because my parents are still alive. My dad and my mom, my dad would slap your head upside down. And for me, I was always getting the knocks. It would reset. That was the reset button. It would say, Dorian, Ukum. My head will reset. Today, I see all kinds of things on social media. You are doing this to a child. <laughs> you don't know. My dad had to reset my button many times. Otherwise, I have gone astray. My mom had to reset a few times with this Abara type of feeling. Or Omolugun. Mm. that's flat yeah. the back pa, you hear pa, the back of your and then you it's a reset button so take all of that molded with what you're taught in school civics moral instruction social studies and you you're growing that's the making nurturing and the grooming of a man of a woman and so when you now find yourself sitting on a desk giving an employer as giving you a job when you've gone through that process, it will be very difficult for you to steal. I've said this on this program many times. How my father beat me blue black because my cousin, little cousin, who worked at the CBN then, 1973, when we had the, the switch of coins. I was just seven. And 
somehow they brought the coins home to show us and then um one or some fell you know the back of mm. whatever and then he was just looking for it and my dad heard and there are only three of us you know uh, all two of us in the room and then wow the <laughs> man thought he, he he tested something on me and then my auntie while sweeping a day or two after you know you know those kind of brooms i don't know if they make them now we had this broom in our house then that would go very straight. You can't even use it for kite. You used to use it Bali Agbekpo those days for kite. You know, have you... Did you ever... Yeah, I did kite. But you know, there's a kind of broom you don't use for kite. Mm. The ones I use in sweeping, no. The ones you use in washing, the thick gutter. They call it... In those days, they used to call them Bali Agbekpo. The ones for the night old man that will wipe any kind of whatever. That's the one we use for kite. But this one got to the corner, came out with the coins, Osa. Wow. And the coins came out. And my auntie... I said, ah, Etedren, that's what, you know, naturally she would call her brother. Etedren, that means Etedren's dad. Yeah, these are the coins. And then I came back and she said, I found them. They were here. They fell. So I went to my dad and I very excited. I said, daddy, and she says she's found them. And then, and I was looking at my father. I and then, apologize. And I was waiting for him to apologize. <laughs> that's what you are waiting for me now to say. And my father looked at me. I said, daddy, so what are you going to say? He said, nothing. What, what do you expect me to say? I said, but you beat me because you said, he said, I beat you in advance. Because <laughs> it's to tell you, you didn't steal. And I beat you like that. Hmm? Steal. Then imagine what will happen to you. So even if I had the intention of picking up something from another. So take that act, act once in one, parenting. Train up a child the way he will go. And he will not depart from it when he goes older. Then take in the education and you see the making of a man. A mm. woman. Now you wonder why ethics have gone through the window. Why? Um, you're 22. My son is 26. My son had to go through a very healthy ritual, and today I'm grateful to God for the man that he is, because one thing he knows that runs in the family: stealing can never be. You can't take what belongs to another. Mm. Neither would you even sit down and say you're cooking figures. I've had the rare privilege of being managing director of multinationals. And I say this with every sense of humility and grace and glory to God. When L'Oreal, and I'm calling, I'm saying that on live national radio. When I got into L'Oreal, the chief security officer, group security officer, said to me, you are just one different Nigerian. I said, there are many Nigerians. I said, why? He sat me in his office. He said, do you know what happened that we had to Apart your, when we are having conversations with you and why do you think the president had to fly into Nigeria to have the word with you when you refused to accept the offer he said because we had been on this journey for a long time mm. I said why he said yeah because we checked with the embassy we checked with this we put a tail on you because we want to have an MD the managing director that will run the business we just needed to have someone clean and there was something he said that has never left my imagination. He said to me, he said, when they finished, the summary of it was, this is one Nigerian, this is one guy that you can't find anything on. Wow. And they said, it's either he's quickly clean or this guy is smart. He yeah. outsmarts everybody. Mm. But you know where they went? They went as far as hitting the expatriate community here. They did some strong intel on wow. me mm. simply because they wanted to hire a managing director. Mm -hmm. And I sat there and I said to this guy, are you kidding me? 
But then I sat back and I smiled. The same thing happened when I was, I was going to join Samsung. I was the first local CEO Samsung would ever have anywhere across, starting from Africa and across. They didn't. I was. Yeah, at least I can tell that with every sense of duty. Because after that, they started hiring folks. The rest were DMDs, but nobody was sitting in the face of MD. It was the same thing that they had to sit down. So ethics, that which if you if you are ethical in the way you go through, uh, and then the process helps put together, at the end of the day, it's so easy to have a country where things work. But you see, we are like PHCN, or we are like NEPA, or we are like, what do you call us again? What's NEPA to PHCN, and now we are discos and friscos, mm-hmm. whatever. Um, if power is not consistent, you will find that it's rejiggered. If current doesn't come through, you can't power anything. And so what is going to power the new Nigeria is the consciousness that every one of us must have that ethical side to life. So, sir, you, you understand where I'm coming from. So yes. that's, that's, that's really the essence of it. Do you have anything to say? I know you've been listening in and then... So let's, um, let us let me hear you. Yes, yes I do have a lot of things to see yeah. as well when it comes to ethics now. The first question I would like to ask is, how do you think we can go about this? Because I heard somewhere that, okay, I if you've done something wrong, mm. you understand, it's better, you don't have to keep on going that path. You Correct. understand, you have to come back Correct. and yeah. restructure, rebuild. Yeah. So yeah. how are we going to rebuild as a community at large? Like, Okay. I think the first place to really, to make this happen is to even admit that we we are in a bad state but we live in denial every single community whether the family community whether it's the, um, the society we are living in absolute denial take any community whether it's private sector public sector presidency state house they live in denial falsehood falsehood sells a lot more than being you know doing what is right we need to all come to brass tags and say come um, let's go down you know to the basics and the the place to start is actually the family. The place to start is the family. Mm-hmm. I tell you that my eight-year-old daughter understands that this is the DNA of who we are as an Enang. You cannot do certain things. Okay? And she goes with that to school. So when our classmate tries to lure her into doing something that is wrong, she will say to you, my daddy said, my mommy said, you know, and she communicates. Now that classmate goes back home and says, Morenke said to me that her daddy said, and then these other parents, if they are serious enough, will make sure they come to the back end and say, what exactly did you do to get Morenke here? Do you understand? If you apply that as a principle and go into the workplace, take a boss or a manager or a director who did not have the benefit of growing well, and he or she has, hmm, quote and unquote, a character deficiency in any form you should be willing to go under some other person who will help you through it takes humility what nigerians need and nigeria as a country needs is humility we don't that is something in very short supply so whether you are mr governor mr chairman mr director mr daddy mr husband you just need to come to the place called humble that is the beginning because he who humbles himself shall be exalted. Until we get to that, 
we will always live in denial because everything layers up. So in humility, you can learn. In humility, you can serve. In humility, you can do all the things you want to do because it's not about you. It's about for the greater good. And that is what we are missing. Everybody wants to outdo the other. Um, and, you know, I've, I've been with you here for, for a bit. Okay, there's a caller. Uh, um, let me just take this then. Let us talk. Yes, sir. Who is calling? Who's this? Okay, Buka. Yeah, quickly. Welcome back. Where, where I go? Didn't you listen to me on Tuesday? No, no, there's a there's no difference in that one. I just don't entertain phone calls, I just oh, go all the oh, way to shoot, teach. Shoot, the shoot. format has changed, okay? Because so, tell us, how like are you? They say, uh, if the right house, uh, sorry, if the foundation be destroyed, what would the right house do? Mm. But I, I don't even know how I want to put them. This president would accept it for president. <laughs> now, it's always good to say all this, but the first thing you ask them is whether they even have a voter's card. <laughs> Many don't question. even have. I tell you, um, it's it's a it's it's a lot, or sir. I know, I know. We just have less than five minutes, so I'll give you one more question. One more question, okay, then yes. I'll take that. Actually, I, um, I have one, one more question. Yeah, is what does ethics like what does he actually guarantee hmm. because because yeah i can be ethical but um, what do i stand to gain from it you know what you stand to gain huh hmm. you stand to gain a future that you do not even see hmm. that belongs to you and to your generations and your entire heritage because a name a good name is better than riches I tell you something, any company that is ethically, ethically driven and has ethical leadership will have one word forever, sustainability. Hmm. Sustainability is a word that whether you take it as a company, as a business, as an individual, you can come out and stand wherever you will stand and raise your hand and say, I have coveted no man's gold. I have coveted no man's silver. I am what I am by the grace of God. That is an ethical statement. But it comes from a man that has been purged and a heart that has been totally circumcised that is looking into the future and knows that that future is now. And so every step I take, I must make sure that the decisions are fair, just, and moral and ethically right. So anything you do that is... It may, it may not look so nice in the beginning, it may not. I mean, those that are going to work on the... That's the problem now in Nigeria. The people that are doing what is ethically right will be in the minority. Mm-hmm. In fact, of infinitesimal course. minority. But I tell you something. In the long run, that, that infinitesimal minority will become the majority that is right. It's just a question of time. Salt is something. It's a commodity that will give you a sense of what ethics is about. Just put a small measure into a pot, a bowl, a cauldron of soup, and it brings taste to it. That is what you bring. But remove that salt. You know what? Nothing will be preserved. Salt is a preservative. Ethics is like salt. It's a preservative. It will outlast you. 
as an individual. It will outlast your generation and it becomes the power that generations will rise and say, I am of this. Why do you think people, when they get married, they will come back and say, my, my name is something, something. You see them attach the names. You know, especially in the Southwest here, yeah, it happens a lot more. Yeah, you understand. I don't want to call names, but you see, they attach like, uh, let me use my name. You know, my daughter gets married. Say, I'm Morenike Enang uh, Martins. Uh -huh. Why do they do that? In the Because they want to still see you attaching to that. It's because that person was of course. very strong and ethically sound. Mm -hmm. Now, there were arm robbers like Oyenusi. Have you ever seen anybody come out to say, I'm the grandson of Oyenusi? Uh -huh. mm -mm. Well. So, you see, ethics is about reputation. Mm. It's about a future that you don't you don't see it. You don't even know, but it's living with you. And when in the passage of time, you then realize that, ah, but that's where the grace comes in that, you know, everyone can still come to the altar and say, I'm sorry that I did this. So when you're, when you've, and no one is perfect, even the best of man is still man at the very best. But one thing you must always do is to have the meekness and humility to say, I'm sorry. That is what raises you far in stature over every other. So as a young man has grown, these are the kind of things I say to my son. And today I'm proud to be a father. When they say, Akanimo's daddy, I say yes, because there's been some good work. And I know you'll grow up to be a great man. I'm using you as a point of contact to every young Nigerian. There is a better tomorrow. And yesterday ended last night. We need to embrace a new culture, a new space, because there's a place called there. And Nigeria will get there. In your time, we'll be better off than my time. That's why I have to invest this time to speak even when no other person will speak. Mm. Okay? So, also I will continue. Okay. All right? Yes. Thanks for, for joining me. Yeah. Thank you. Okay, my boss, uh, Ifi, um, I couldn't sign off, Nee.